Hi. Welcome to Medicine for the Dead. This is episode number eight. The last episode was alarming. <laughs> I'm BJ. I'm Christian. I'm Josh. I'm Matt. That was so I good, was going to try to yell that because so BJ good. didn't yell. And uh, you wanted to be the guy I, that it just yelled. didn't come out. I just don't yell. Oh, man. I love oh, it. Oh, and the train's and here. The train. <laughs> it always gets here on time. But we're not even, this isn't the time we usually do this thing. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I'm you a, never know when the train comes. Christian, here. I actually have to turn you down a little bit because you're like, I'm yelling out today. You went for it. I like it. It's good. Anyway, so if you listen to the last episode, you know that something happened. One of us. Forgot to eat and didn't realize. I didn't forget to eat. <laughs> I, you go ahead, but I didn't forget. He to was eat. implicitly clear that he hadn't eaten. God, the train is like in the room, and uh, <laughs> he made that very clear. And Christian, as you listened, brought drinks last yeah, time. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of going to take the a little no, bit of the blame. No, no, no. On that I'm one. a whole adult. I did what I did. No, yeah, I didn't. But, I didn't. I didn't give you fair warning. Oh, you didn't need to give me fair warning. I still knew what I was doing. See what happens? I did the thing I always do, where like somebody tells you something interesting, and I just think everybody else knows that, and I don't convey that information. So I, none of us told you that there was five shots of alcohol per drink that you were drinking. I don't care. Which means by the middle of that episode, you had 15 shots. Yeah, mo- most bars. Also, I don't know if you guys know this. And three beers. I took one to go. Oh, my God. <laughs> most most bars. a cup and left. Most bars that serve that cocktail have a limit of two. You had two in your first cocktail because I doubled the alcohol. That is, oh, that's right. I forgot you doubled the alcohol. Yeah. So yeah. What's, what's amazing inside of that is you fucking, by the middle of that episode, had had 18 drinks. Goddamn right I had. <laughs> I'm so upset that I wasn't here for all of that. Uh, anyway, so in doing that, you can't see this right now, but I'm holding a stand-in device. And I think it, that's a good drunk stick because it's a guitar neck And uh, it's a template. Strat. I'm never going to make a Strat. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a guitar neck template. What the wrong with a Strat? Fuck a Strat. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fair. Yeah, all guitar, fair. guitar master. Anyway, so what we have here is uh, this is pre- preventative maintenance for the next time that happens to any of us, not yeah. just Matt, but Matt set the precedent. So now, as I am want to do, yes, I occasionally yes. set precedent. This is the drunk wand, the thing that you can't see that I'm holding. And what happens with the drunk wand is if there's a agreement between three of us that one of us. It's blackout drunk. Shall I hold it? They lose the ability to break into the conversation and speak their mind. They have to wave the wand in the air and be allotted time to speak. Feel the weight in your fingers. Yes, Get yes. comfortable. Just feel the, feel the responsibility, Matt. The Matt stick. <laughs> the, the conversational <laughs> responsibility. Uh, you know what? To be fair, I advertised that episode as me being annihilated. I didn't, I'm not backing away from that. Oh, no, no. It's, it's, everything's fine. It's a complete truth. We just, now we have a way to stop you. <laughs> oh, no, you don't. You just think you do. Like, we have a whole, we could talk about whether or not people play by the rules. I feel like that's, that is something that I will pretend This is like America, after all. Yeah. We, we don't play by the rules here. You know, what else we could do is get somebody to come in here with one of those big canes, like the good old days, and like pull you off the stage. Like, <laughs> yeah. well, 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 well. There's no stage. We're sitting at a table. You're right. <laughs> Anyway, it's almost like you get caught with your pants down. Nope, but that could have happened, I guess. Uh, that wasn't me, audience. That was, that was Christian. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. Yeah. Oh, beers. Considering you had 18 drinks, I'm not sweating six beers in your body. <laughs> anyway, so you got uh, pants down. What else had? Who else had their pants down? Was something about pants oh, recently. Oh, wow. What a good pivot. Thank That's you. Nice. That's why well, I put it uh, top of the list. His pants weren't down, but his hands were in his pants. They were. He was just were. tucking in his shirt. So here's a question I I'm, have. Um, in the dark here. Yes, so I, I want to point out the fact uh, to our audience that Christian does not know about Rudy Giuliani, Gi- Giuliani's uh, Borat uh, appearance, guest spot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what happened Cameo. is, yeah, Sasha Barra Cohen, you know, uh, released the second Borat, and it turns out that Rudy's in it. And he is. Um, oh, he's in it already. Right. He's oh, yeah. captured <laughs> with his hand down his pants, touching, theoretically touching his genitalia. In front of a girl who's supposed to, who's been told is 15 years old. All right, here's here's the setup for that though. So Rudy thinks he's going to a hotel room for an interview, right? Where he's met by a, a beautiful young lady who's actually 24, but as as she, you know, tells him, "Hey, I'm 15. I'm so and so, and we're just going to do this interview real quick." So they started the interview from a Russian, or I believe Russian. Oh, did they, uh, oh no, it was a uh, Bella Belarus. Belarus. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Um, I think that's what he said. <laughs> Anyway, so they start in one room, and they start to have this interview, and they say, let's move to the next room to get more comfortable. They go in there. The girl leans over, and untu- does she untuck his shirt, or does he untuck his shirt? I don't know. 
I think she, I think she takes off his microphone <laughs> and untucks his shirt, and then he's on. He's fucking, like laying on the bed. Yeah, the next room is is full of hidden video cameras, so he lays <laughs> he lays down. She takes off. She untucks his shirt, pulls his microphone off, and at this point, he's well aware that she's 15 years old. And then he's laying on the bed, and the video shows him like reach down his pants, and apparently he says he's tucking his shirt in, but like. Shirts don't, yeah. shirt tails don't generally So run that the long. scene stops with Sasha running in, like yeah. as Borat, and being like, no, she's 15, she's too old for you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then that gets right. him off, he essentially gets him off the hook. Now, here's the question I have. Hmm. How is that in that movie? Did, wouldn't he have to sign a release for his likeness to appear? Like, how does that work? I think satire and like government officials, yeah. I, I don't think qualify for that. Is that, I'm sure is that really signed, true? I'm sure he signed something ahead of time. Well, no, that's, oh, you mean for the interview, yeah, to, which was yeah, for the interview. Oh, okay. All right. right. I guess that's how they would have gotten around But the, the bigger issue with that and what's more concerning, obviously it's funny and, you know, Rudy is trying to backpedal and... And it's a pedophile and right, so on and so right. forth. Right, well, you know. yeah. allegedly. Um, <laughs> what, was he in uh, Epstein's Black Book? I don't know. I don't know if there's a connection the to him. Long. Well, you know, Epstein killed himself, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> sure. Right? Yeah. But what's, what's bigger, it's over. What's it's a bigger it's concern done. of all this is apparently he was offered, he thought he was getting dirt on the Biden campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was what set the whole thing up. That is how he got which set up. Which is, you know, indicative of, you know, yeah, from what? gestures broadly Again, to everything. Right. Yeah. So yeah, no, like, He's a horrible human. It, 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 I would think that this is probably not the first time he's attempted to get dirt on. I mean, it's definitely not because of the whole, you know, Ukraine thing. Um, but <laughs> this is, he's literally caught on videotape. So with how ironic is this whole QAnon pedophile thing when like and that's not the first example of yeah. this right like how fucking like what are we even doing <laughs> how is that even like it's so laughable at this point well, I, I i don't know i, I it's difficult you know, for me to stomach it's i could say laughable. it again but it's just the fucking media man if you live on one side of the thing you hear all it's, this stuff if you live it's the other not side, just you the media though it's because it, like well, conservative media point, specifically conservative media yes but even even conservative media is very they're very calculated about how they bring up, yeah, um, yeah. you know, the QAnon stuff, particularly in like the, the conservative mainstream media, like the Fox News and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's sort of like, it, you know, that remains sort of their dog whistle, but it's seeping into the mainstream, and they mm-hmm. have now candidates for two for House of Representatives, yeah, two yeah. House candidates, um, yeah, and and the president himself is continuing to in his town hall last week. I, I, time has gotten away from me, but. Uh, I think it was last week where he, you know, refused to condemn QAnon as well and said, oh, well, they don't like pedophilia and I don't like pedophilia. So, yeah, it's basically as close to, to an endorsement again after he had just finished saying he had condemned white supremacy, which he hadn't really. But, you know, I guess we'll give him. He's a, a professional piece of shit. That's what he is. <laughs> yeah. Also, isn't there a court case against him from a 13 year old that says Oh, there's so many. That, so that many definitely. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but I've heard that. Yeah. Like, you know, like a lot of things, like they get float, floated around. But I do want to bring up this comment that um, this guy John Cardillo made on fucking Twitter Fuck about that guy. Yeah, well, about that picture of Joe Biden uh, kissing his son on the cheek, and he's like, "Does this look like an appropriate father-son interaction to you?" And what the fuck do you think is wrong with all these people? Right. Their goddamn dads can't right. tell them that they love them. Right. Like, and as a father of two boys, that shit make me so fucking angry. Right. I cannot overstate how unhappy I am at the idea that if I kiss my son, right. that that's somehow pedophilia. Or if I had a daughter, it would be fine. Like, how the fuck does that work? Right. Like, what are like? I don't get where those parameters come it, from. It gets into the whole to- toxic masculinity thing, and it, it also it's obviously feeds into the projection that the Republican Party can't help but engage in continually. Like, any time they accuse the Democrats of something, it's usually something that they're partaking in themselves. So, yeah, take that for what it's worth, I guess. Like, literally every time. Like, they're, they're saying, oh, they're trying to rig the election. No, you're trying to rig the election. Oh, they're trying to pack the courts. No, you've been packing the courts for a decade now. Uh, so, yeah. It's all the time. Yeah. That's all they do. Constant, constant hypocrisy. It's actually their only like consistent policy. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, oh Christ on a cracker! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, the, about that too. the only thing I knew about Giuliani is that his daughter uh, publicly came out and did an <laughs> ad or something and endorsed uh, Biden. Yeah, that yeah. was a that was, was an op-ed. Yeah, yeah, it's like two weeks ago, maybe now or a week ago. I don't know. It's pretty pointed too. Like, yeah. 
everywhere she like for a while she just wouldn't like tell anyone who she was she just wouldn't use her last name hey yeah. i'm sarah it's nice to meet you yeah. definitely don't have anything to do with rudy giuliani you know <laughs> the headline of that article wasn't like i i am rudy giuliani's daughter and i'm voting for biden like that was the headline yeah, of right. that article it was yeah. very and she made it real real apparent that's so funny too like remember a while ago they were talking about how none of the trump uh people who are actually in the administration could get dates in dc yeah. Like they were they were all single because nobody would right. fuck them. Right. <laughs> yeah, or oh, like the staffers and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like Steven Miller found his Nazi wife, but that's... Oh, fine, right? dude, he is... <laughs> Nazis with a feather. He's yeah. such a horrible person. But we're two weeks out now. By, well, the, time, by the time this episode airs, we'll be one, one week, week from, from the election. election. Yeah. yeah. How are you guys feeling? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm undecided. <laughs> dude, you know what? I was watching... Um, I didn't... I, I don't have TV anymore, but I was watching a, a replay of like CNN where whatever one of their dudes was looking at the map and he was like, if you look at this, we show here that Biden's going to win by 200 million fucking whatever. <laughs> and then he's like, but <laughs> at this time, four years ago, I held up a similar map right. and I said, Hillary Clinton's going to decimate this idiot. And here we are. So it yeah. was, it was yeah, at least, this, you know, this is my concern is, is that, you know, four years ago, yeah, we thought it was impossible that Trump would, you know, right. win the election. And then I think there are some key differences. Um, and again, I'm not trying to make anyone feel better about what's going to happen. Everyone needs to go out and vote. Everyone needs to assume that we're losing until the election has been called. And, um, but I say our, I assume we're losing. Um, but there are some key differences. Like the, po- the way they've done the polling has been different. I think something I've, been seeing over and over is the fact that the polls they were doing in 2016 were not inclusive of non-college educated white voters um, as they should have been to the like baseline to the, the extent they should right. been, yeah. um, which mm-hmm. obviously was a demographic that Trump did pretty well in right. um, but you know th- hopefully they've done their work to correct that and so that the models that they're running now are a little bit better um, there was, was, was that the only real issue in that or was that like um, that was one of the main issues in the polling is just like the sampling was kind of flawed. Um, and then I think there's there's always that like contingent of people who would say either they were undecided or just were embarrassed to admit they were voting for Trump. And yeah. when they've gotten to the solidarity of the voting booth, they, they pulled, the, pulled the lever for him. Yeah, uh, they're, but, say, they're saying the other big um, factor to that is Trump is a known entity now. Right. So people Absolutely. who were undecided, liter- like for reals yep. undecided before, all, it's a much smaller margin. Yeah. And, and those decisions have yep. been made. So that makes the polling numbers at least theoretically more concrete. Yeah. And right? it, it's strange because he continues to try to run as an outsider and as like a challenger to, to the system that he has, you know, by all accounts, well, exacerbated. Well, that's my favorite part. Is like, <laughs> yeah, but he's, he's no longer, he's the incumbent and he has a record to, to run on. And as President Obama to paraphrase what he said yesterday, he wants to take Which was credit. Fucking for, awesome! <laughs> wants to take credit for the economy he inherited, but shirk responsibility for the the uh, disaster that he's created. Cur- created. Yeah. Um, no, that's that's uh, seeing him talk about how you know, like you have to elect me president, or look how horrible right. things are. Right. That's what will right. happen. It's like I'm, how does I'm that? Sorry, who do you think is president yeah, right now? The? <laughs> yeah, they keep posting pictures from like you know Seattle now, like. Right. Check out Biden's America. Well, ah, right. it's Trump's America, bro. What do you put the fuck? How can you even like? I can't imagine being in the in a position to make the decision to say that thing at that moment and being like, "Yep, gold, get it out there." <laughs> so that that too leans towards that thing of of his um, uh, the folks at his rally chanting "Lock her up" about the Michigan governor. That's like his. How can how's that even? I can't wrap my head around that. Yeah, I mean, and it, it goes, the, the story yesterday, um, I think I read it in the post, but I'm not sure if it was reported somewhere else as well, but uh, about him, about Trump wanting to fire Christopher Wray, his FBI director, and potentially uh, William Barr, his uh, attorney general, after the election because he doesn't feel like they're doing enough to help him win re-election. And we all know what happened with James Comey um, ahead of, like, a week or whatever it was, days ahead of, of the election, made the announcement. Eleven that the, days. Eleven days ahead of the election that um, they were reopening the investigation to Hillary's emails, despite the fact that 
God damn it, I hate Anthony Weiner. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just unreal that that's, that's the connection there. Um, Although Weiner, the fact that his name is Anthony Weiner yeah. was I mean, never not the best but, thing ever. <laughs> and for those of you unfamiliar, just, just look up that connection. Yeah, go back Basically, to it. It was, yeah. his wife worked on the Clinton campaign, mm-hmm. and his, he was doing his Anthony Weiner things on, his, on her computer. Um, so they had to, the FBI basically saw that and saw some emails involving the Hillary Clinton campaign, and they had to reopen it, but it turned out most of those emails were just they were duplicates. Already, they were duplicates yeah. of ones that have already been seen. So that's why they were able to review them so quickly and found that it was a big nothing burger. And, you know, even if there was something there, that look at what the current administration has been doing with, with private emails and all that, too. So it's it's just all just a fucking joke. Oh, it was right at the gate, too. Like Melania was using her own private yeah. server, like, yeah. basically day one. Yeah. Ivanka, too. Yeah. Um, they're all doing it. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, so he's, I mean, th- this is hallmark authoritarianism. Authoritarianism. Um, yeah. Uh, in terms of the way that he's looking for his other branches of government to assist in his, in his reelection efforts. And, you know, he's at his rallies, he's been calling again for them to be locked up. He has said that Biden needs to be arrested and that Obama needs to be arrested and Clinton needs to be arrested and thrown in jail. But he's has failed to articulate even a mild description of what he thinks that they like the 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 laws that they've broken. Well, yeah, he I mean, just says Obama committed treason. It's right. like this blanket. Right. Again, projection. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Well, this whole thing's projection. Like, whatever yeah. whatever he's done, he just throws it at everybody else. Right. All the time. Right. That's literally all he's done. His entire life. Well, at least, the, like, the presidency. Like, he's never actually done anything but that. Yeah. <laughs> like, the entire time. Right. Oh, you, you mean, like, attack people? Wait, I'm I'm confused about what do you mean? I, just, I like he just hasn't really done anything, but like Nate, what's something that he's accomplished in his term? Oh, he's done quite a bit. It just is stu- like deregulation things that I don't agree with, but he has like well, he's he's let people kind of loose, like he's yeah, he's- and he also has made a real unabashed point of testing people out, checking out to see if they're loyal to exactly what he wants, yeah. and then tossing them and moving on. Like, can you think of another administration that has gone through in Less than no. four years, this many there, there hasn't people. Been. It's, it's, un- it's and, yeah. and the fact that nobody has a problem with that is kind of wild to me. Or nobody on in his camp does. Like people, like they get behind these people. They're like this person's the person because it's Trump's person, and then like immediately they're not Trump's person. They're like, we knew that guy was terrible. Fuck yeah. that guy. <laughs> we need somebody else. Right. Who do we need, Trump? Like the, they're, they're laser focused on the goal of maintaining power, and that's all that yeah. matters. It's, yeah. it's the epitome of party before country, and it's fucking sickening and infuriating. And Dude, I'm losing I, my goddamn mind. <laughs> I, I saw fucking Sean Spicer the other day said something, and I was like, "Wow, that guy was like a million years ago." Right? Yeah, you almost don't remember who he yeah. is. Even Sarah Sanders is like a million years ago. Like, Dude, fucking Scaramucci, fucking like just a list of ridiculous. But Scaramucci is at least like, I, I've missed that guy. Oh, he came out <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, he's a fucking asshole." Right. Like that's that's who he is. Well, he was so like mafioso when he got in that gig, and it was like that's who should be up there. Like that's the fucking. That did like, make sense. He was there for like six minutes. Yeah. Like that was the shortest lived. I mean, no, it literally was the shortest term for yeah, a yeah, yeah. self-serving theory. individual. So I don't want to like put him up on any kind of pedestal. Oh no, he's like, a dick. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, is but, Trump. It but, takes you know that's like one fire with one. fire. Right? But he it was takes like one to blow one. He was truly, oh. truly man moment machine for that guy. It was like, oh, he's perfect. Oh, don't throw him away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, come on. <laughs> he's gonna start shooting the press in the box. <laughs> like, like, just puts a machine gun on the pulpit. Like he, he pulls up with a, a a car trunk just open behind him. Like no no explanation, just talking with that. You know, he did have that great line about Steve Bannon trying to blow himself. And, and <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Oh, I, I didn't I didn't hear that one. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so, no, yeah. The, uh, Anthony Scaramucci had, like, an interview, which I guess he intended to be off the record. I think it was with an, either New York Times or uh, maybe Politico or some some reporter. Um, and in the, in the interview, he was basically just, like, criticizing everybody. And then his criticism of Bannon was that he just basically is in his office trying to blow himself. <laughs> <laughs> which That's exactly uh, why you should still have that job. <laughs> should have that job from day one until now. God damn it, I miss him. Yeah, but you can't have people, you know, criticizing the theater, so... Oh, uh, das Führer does not appreciate when the people speak poorly of the Führer. He will find you and make an example of you for the rest of the people under the Führer's rule. Fat, dumb, fucking idiot Führer. <laughs> oh, oh, my God, dude. Yeah, he's not great. He's not, not great. 
I'm not going to let that go on. So the computer died a second ago <laughs> in the midst of the calmest, most organized podcast we've ever done. I, see, I keep telling you motherfuckers, quit trying to plan stuff. And then like the digital gods just crash the computer. Matt, if we don't plan stuff, last week happens. Yeah. And <laughs> I, that's going to be a classic episode. People are going to come back to that time and time again. <laughs> Historians will write about that episode. Yeah. yeah. I mean, poorly, but they'll write about it. <laughs> it is certainly something to look back on. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Uh, assuming we'll have historians. <clears throat> well, yeah, assume, assuming we still have society and electricity. Well, and again, I think like that's, that's my concern about, you know, we asked, uh, you know, where we, how we feel about things, like what's going to happen with the election, that we just, we just can't take it for granted because, yeah. uh, you know, whether things are different, whether the polling's different, opinion's different, uh, we kind of did that during the last election, mm-hmm. and look at what happened. So, so, so earlier we were we were um, off mic talking about um, some electoral college stuff. I feel like maybe can you dive into that a little bit? And and I think oh. that's that to me is the scary underbelly of how this could still go horribly wrong. There could be like five hundred million extra votes. And it could still he could still be Christian. Present. Sing us a song about the electoral college. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'm not going to even humor the idea that I'm any kind of expert on this. Oh, right, I just, right, right. Coincidentally, uh, today, what's the date? I I, I live in a world where I don't actually have to know what the date is. Jesus. But um, this morning, the New York Times Daily podcast uh, did an episode about the electoral college and a little of the history of it, and that it's, you know kind of this uh, questionable uh, way of holding the elections that we we still do, but yet, like, for, for decades, we've kind of thought there were lots of flaws in it. And, in fact, the point that I, I was kind of thinking was the most interesting was was during the, the election with Nixon that we almost got rid of the Electoral yeah. College. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically it passed almost everything and then until it got to Senate and then it was basically filibustered by some segregationist senators. <laughs> um, <laughs> so racism yeah. Yeah. keeps the Who electoral well, and, Yeah, and I think it's, you know, it's relevant to the discussion about the, the Supreme Court. I mean, oh. um, <laughs> in, in just a, a sense, because, I mean, if, if Amy Coney Barrett is uh, approved or is, is appointed, then she will... Um, be the fifth Supreme Court justice that was appointed by a president that did not win the popular vote currently on the court, Yeah, uh, which doesn't sound like a democracy to me. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but it's certainly oh, a majority rule. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So here's something I want to bring up about that. And I, I feel real odd that I'm going to, that I'm going to speak from this point of view because it, I, my feelings on people that are highly religious are not terrible. I don't feel, Get them. I'm not very close to that, but I'm also trying to, to be open, uh, uh, have my mind be open. And, and so I saw her spoke. Now, these are before the hearings, right? I saw her speak. Um, my wife, Jen, also not religious. We come from, uh, you know, the South, and we had to kind of grow out of religion and, and sort of, you know, I had I was actually very angsty towards it for a really long time. So I have negative feelings about it, and I was intentionally trying to put those aside and hear her speak. And I didn't hear her be terrifying. I heard her sound intelligent and articulate and very um, not scary to me. To, so, to me. To that to that point, I mean, I don't want to cut you off. No, no, no. But, no. Uh, I, that's all that's all that, I had. Like that is she very didn't much seem that scary to me. Right. Very much intentional. Of course. She didn't answer any questions. Um, I, I wasn't even talking yeah. about the hearing. Yeah, she, about, she really like, didn't say yeah, anything. Yeah, no, yeah, she yeah. yeah, she didn't say anything in the hearing and, and that's that, they, because and she knows she doesn't have to because the system is currently set up to where they don't have to make any of their views known on, on precedent or any, or otherwise because they know they could come up there come up there and literally just you know she's a shoo-in, fart yeah. into a microphone for for two and a half hours or however long the hearings are and they'll she'll still get the same number of approvals and disapprovals and uh, right. yeah and uh, one note I have from, I guess from last week but we didn't get to was the fact that she was asked about the why uh, am I getting there Josh she was asked <laughs> <laughs> she was asked about the five uh, the five freedoms guaranteed by the First Amendment and she <laughs> could only name four um, for the record oh, those, yeah, that's those, cool. those five those five freedoms are, are speech religion press assembly and the one she couldn't get protest right pretty fucking convenient that she couldn't pinpoint that one in her 
I wonder if that was, if, I mean, intentional. I don't think it was intentional. I think it's apropos. But, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's it's concerning. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does raise a few. I, I mean, I like yeah. I I thought that the whole point of being in America is that we're super free, right. and so I don't really want anybody that has real strong religious beliefs making decisions for me. I right. really don't feel good. Well, about I mean, that. there's a reason we have separation of church and state. Yeah, it's a thing. There's a reason we, in theory, have separation yeah, of church well, and state. Yeah. Although, to even be though it says God on the fucking currency, like, <laughs> yeah, right. but in to God be we fair, trust. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. we well, God trust. is a you know a euphemism for money now, anyway. So, well, <laughs> in theory, we're founded upon the separation of church and state. So, but like we are a lot closer to that now than we were when you know. One Nation Under God was entered into the Pledge of Allegiance in the 50s. Oh, come on. We definitely fucking are. Most of us are. There's a few. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, as a I country, think as we a are. society, yeah. we are. But yeah. as a government, we are certainly not. Because we are controlled by people who, like Amy Coney Barrett, who is belongs to a particularly um, out, like, crazy sect of Catholicism that believes, like, Things like you can't even that, that belt buckles are evil because they attract attention attention to the right, crotch. Right. So like, I don't know how you have a conversation based in reality with with people like that. And yeah, they they look great on camera and they they say all the right things that that give right, some people right. like put them at ease. But make no mistake, if she's on the court, things like the ACA are gone. Roe v. Wade is overturned. These are. You know, she can pretend all she wants that she hasn't made up an opinion and she'll look at the facts of the case. But there's a reason that she is at the head of that list, that the federal society and all these fucking conservative organizations have all of this planned out. They, yeah, yeah. They're, they're thinking that many moves ahead. That's definitely yeah. true. And it's been going, that's been going on for a really long time. Uh, that I do know. I wonder if they're so <laughs> if they're so well organized because the the things they're trying to accomplish are fairly simple. They go like, "Here's our goals. We want to do this, this, and this," and they can just get everybody in line. Whereas, like on the liberal side or the democratic side or whatever, however you want to describe it, the left, the center, the rest of us, there's a lot of things we want to accomplish yeah, and a lot of like tent. big nuance thing too. You know, you want to like talk about Aww. stuff and figure things out as yeah. opposed to just like. You shouldn't be able to vote because you're a woman, and you, you should be able, be able to vote. have sex with somebody because yeah. they're the same as you. Which the sex yeah. thing fucking weirds me out because like this is a a, a group of society that breeds like fucking rabbits. <laughs> like there's like every time you see a super, they don't believe in contraception yeah, or sex education. But you can't look at the waste. It's like you guys are fucking like more than anybody. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> have we seen idiocracy? Has everybody seen idiocracy? <laughs> My goddamn pen. <laughs> this is where we are I'm now. Give you the drunk stick, you fucking <laughs> beer drinking pen throwing asshole. Uh, no, no, but like I don't, I don't think I think that that's a mischaracterization. I think that humans are, that are <laughs> humans are are fucking like rabbits or rabbits fuck like who knows yeah. whatever. But like I don't, I don't, I just think that that it is weird that they portray themselves as so chaste while also you know the, uh, some of their followers seem to to fall under a very different yeah like, on the streets. So right. yeah, like humans are humans fuck like rabbits, but the ones who don't believe that every time you fuck you have to have a child out of it or <laughs> right yeah yeah I, I do feel like like we're even in this moment we're glossing over the nuance of all that right though because oh, they're, sure. they're like it is really easy to go oh look at these dumb cult rednecks or whatever you want to say I didn't say dumb no no no, right? no. <laughs> well no but there is an element of that right and I, 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 I don't want to I don't want to diminish like I don't want them to tell me how to believe but I also I'm not mm -hmm. trying to tell them how to believe Right. And I think that's where some of this... But they're telling you what to believe. That's true. Right. Some of them are. Yeah. Some of them aren't. You know? And that's where this, this seems to be... That seems to be the real problem of this is, is we're, we've gotten away from this idea of... Um, and I don't want to... I'm not trying to sound libertarian because I'm definitely all for social programs and, and helping people that need help and taxing progressively. Like, I am very much in those places. But this idea of a little bit more real autonomy for people, that's still pretty... Maybe that's the Southern in me, but I feel really strongly about no, it. No, but that's... Well, that's ahead. fucking freedom is the thing here. Yeah. Like, you have the freedom to do whatever the fuck you want to do. But, freedom to do whatever the fuck you want to do. Freedom to do whatever the fuck you want to do. But Generally speaking, you just can't fuck anybody else in the process. Well, the thing is, the Republicans want to tell you, you have the freedom to do what they want you to do. Yeah. And that's where we have to draw a line. But there's that's some a elements problem. of that in liberalism, too. 
Uh, yes, but it's not to the extent where we're saying you have to have a child uh, that you didn't plan. Right. And I'm projecting my morality onto you, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. telling you that That's life true. begins at conception rather than when a fetus can live on its own free from the right. womb. That's right? true. That's true. Like, let's fucking deal in science and fact and not dictate Or just terms. like cherry pick the science and the fact when it pleasantly fits right. into your like, yeah, an idiot right. narrative. But I mean, yeah, like that, that again, like it feels, it does feel a little forced to like, maybe I'm just fatigued by it because like that was the argument of my life in 2004 sure. was like, fuck Bush and <laughs> fuck people that want to tell me to believe in Jesus. Like, fuck this, fuck right. all that. Like my friends that are gay in grad school should be able to get married. Um, you know, we shouldn't be in this stupid war. Like what the fuck is going on? Those are the ways I felt. Right. But that was 20 something me feeling 20 something feelings. Right. And, and now, you know, 40 something me is like, ah, man, there's fucking, there's nuance even in all that stuff. And like the real thing that Trump has done is removed any guise of nuance to what it is he wants to right. do. He just is doing the thing he's doing. Right. And that's what feels like shit to me. And I don't want to play that game. I don't want to be there. His party is lined up directly behind him. On that yeah. that does seem to be the case, yeah. but I mean, maybe not. You know, like the 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 Lincoln Project's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. but there, and this is what I talked about last week in terms of my feeling that at some point we're going to see, and it touches on what BJ talked about, is just like the nuance inside of the like Democratic or the non-Republican Party, because the Republican Party is pretty much in lockstep on everything because it's a shrinking party. That's and they true. have, if you don't believe in their set of ideals, you can go fucking kick rocks and you're not invited to their That's you know, true. Yeah. social or whatever the fuck they're doing. Um, but without anything outside of the Democrat or outside of the Republican Party, is basically lumped into the Democratic Party, and that's not sustainable because I don't identify myself as a Democrat, but I am locked in because again, I yeah. don't belong to the yeah. the sect of <laughs> that is just marching down uh, Pennsylvania it's, Avenue it's funny behind to me tanks. That libertarianism got. But it was like Republican light or whatever, because they do seem to be kind of different from each other in a lot of ways, especially like that social view thing. Like they should be at odds with each other, right? You know, man, it's funny. A buddy of mine was over here the other night, and I really want to say who it is, but I can't because I love this person. <laughs> so, <laughs> but he was person X. Yeah, person X was like, he was basically like admitted to being a libertarian. And I was like, when we were. He said you were admitted to no, being No, he, he was. And he we was. <laughs> We were Josh, probably Josh just about got up and walked the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. We were probably oh, I have feelings. Oh, I know, I know. We were probably we were probably nine beers in, and I was like, "Cool, tell me about it." And he was like, "Well, I think we should like you know, like prairie lifestyle, and like we, things should just be like you should be out the freedom." And I was like, "Do you have a grandma?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "She'd be fucking dead right now." <laughs> Why? Because somebody would have fucking killed her and taken all of her stuff. Why? Because with libertarianism. None of this works. Like it's under the idea. It's like a utopian. And he admitted this eventually. It was like a utopian society doesn't function because right. you have good people, but you also have extremely not good people. Right. You have sociopaths that will walk around like marauding gangs of lunatics, and they'll fucking murder people. <laughs> That's what libertarian society would look like. I've I've come to the conclusion <laughs> that libertarianism is to the Republican Party as communism is to the Democratic Party. Oh, uh, right. Is yeah. that like they're extreme examples of what maybe in theory is nice to play around with, but yeah. in practice or just, I mean, yeah, you're talking like John, John Lennon communism, not, <laughs> right. not Stalin communism. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Well, like imagine Marx all the people, but yeah, imagine all the people fucking helping each other out. And right. Yes. Yeah. Welcome back from Western front. <laughs> Please come here to jail for a long time. Die. Right. Because in theory, like, communism sounds great. That we, voice you do is racist. You realize that, right? Russians don't count. I've said this twice <laughs> I, now. I, I well, know. The, the theory and the intention is great. Right, exactly. Reality. The theory and the intention Wait. so that there's nobody in poverty, everybody's working to, you know, to the greater good, and everybody is receives the same in return, but it doesn't take into account human nature and the fact that you need motivation outside of... You're talking about communism right now. Yes. Right? I was like, yeah. that's not libertarian. No, I, I was talking about <laughs> communism, yeah. You know, so it's funny to me that that argument against... Well, socialism, for example, is so... It, they, it, they feel like it's such an easy win. Uh, they. Okay, so people who are in the Trump camp <laughs> Those feel like it's, it's such an... So, like, uh, there's this... <laughs> there's this, like, comically... <laughs> Uh, placed sign near our neighborhood where every other week somebody's put a different sticker on there. It's like, Trump, Biden, 
fuck Biden, fuck Trump. It's like it's, they just keep getting, they just get they're gonna like hit the other side of the road eventually. They just keep and and the most recent one was like no socialism, and I'm like that's just not even a feeling. And yeah. like what the fuck like that? You just said those words, so <laughs> you can't. The, so this road I'm driving on, you don't right. get to have well, that no, ultimate, unless we get together and fucking pave it because. Right. How do you think that happens? The, like, the, the yeah. sign they stuck that to was a socialist. Sign. Right, yeah, that's what I, that was what I was getting at, and it was just like, how the fuck? How is that an argument? Like, yeah. I get that the that the idea of like you know uh, socialism in, in the the time of the Cold War was a thing that people used as a buzzword. But that's not socialism. They're talking about they're using it interchangeably with communism. Yes, and, yes. and that is not productive. Well, that's because right. you know, back to episode two. Americans can't afford to go to college. To understand <laughs> the difference between the nuance but of these fucking things. You can know the difference. In theory, you should know that, and you should learn that in high school. What, what, Christian? Well, I, I'm, I'm kind of wondering in, you know, in this idea. We keep talking about nuance, and I think nuance is important in the specificity of things. But it, you know, kind of going back to education and and how or what we understand about government. Um, maybe things are too nuanced, and people just kind of disengage because That's it's true. too complicated. So I mean that has been the argument, but I, I I'm pushing back against that because that's this is what it gave us. Well words have meaning well, though. I, like communism and socialism have separate definitions. So to to make them synonymous is it it you're right, it destroys that nuance. There's no like nuance in lying. Like I mean I guess there is technically <laughs> when Trump's but like, only tweet can be Biden will listen to the scientists, and that's supposed to be a slam. Right. What the fuck do you even do at that point? Like, there's no nuance in that. That's just purely yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. But, uh, but I think I'm going and going with the idea that, like, before Democrat, Republican, communism, socialism, democracy, all of that, like, kind of thinking about, at least in our understanding of Western government and politics, like, what is the fundamental intention of, of government? Mm -hmm. Maybe we need to kind of go back to some more simplistic understanding of things before okay. we, because I think things have just gotten so entangled and messed up that like, you know, we're all kind of just running around in circles with our opinions and ideas. Yeah. And that's why we don't have a common dialogue or, or an open dialogue. That's and a great point. We kind of go to our echo chambers. Well, like, you know, they don't, there's not a civics class anymore, right? As part of the high school curriculum. No, sure that. and that probably is it has, it has to have something to do with now, that. Right? No, I'm going to bring up a, a what is kind of a controversial or uh, um, idea, but like social contract theory. Yeah, uh, thinking back to like Hobbes and Locke, and um, you know the 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 sacrifice of some of our liberties to for the better the of, sovereign yeah. or the government in for some semblance of protection. Right. Uh, originally the protection against nature, but then evolving the idea into the protection, protection against, against each other. Yeah, other humans. Um, so what are we looking for prote protection from? Ourselves <laughs> at this fucking point, though, right? Like that, maybe that's what the age of information has given us, is, is we're a country of people that individually hate other people in the country and don't consider them part of our country. And, and now that slow, they've slowly found each other, banded together, and um, begun. Are you drunk? <laughs> no, I just wanted to raise my hand, <laughs> and I just wanted to be. I figured like the tallest hand would get the attention. <laughs> we, we need to note because you guys can't see. Bj is holding up the. Yeah, drug he's stick. holding yeah. the drug stick, and I'm like, is that already happening? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Bj. Well, no, remember a while ago we were talking about something similar to this, and I was saying that like Americans are just bored. Like when you run out of things to be afraid of, yeah. you start to focus on things that don't matter, because like you know. Back in the day, the communists, like we all had a common threat. And now it's just like we're the fucking king of the castle. Food is pretty much if you if you put in the least bit of effort, you can eat, sleep, live. If you can afford it. If you're not living in poverty, yeah, which a lot it, of people are. But I think even, they even then, like, like you can you 20 can twenty million people are have entered poverty. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm not discrediting yeah. that, but I'm saying that like even in that situation, you can still find a way to find food. Mm -hmm. Like even though the programs are terrible, there's enough of a safety net there. Fucking, not, it's not a safety net. There's enough. There's enough <laughs> stuff there where you can actually like still sort of accomplish yeah. that goal, and those people are the, aren't the ones we're hearing from right now. It's the old rich white people out in the hills yeah. that are doing fine. White grievance. Well, I think the yeah. the illusion of our current social contract provides enough of the mass with the convenience of food, shelter, water, all the things we actually need that 
those that don't have that, we just don't have to really pay attention to them. And they're also so busy surviving that they're not talking about well, it. Well, and you know, it's, it's like it's a pretty slim like margin, uh, like of the of the actual of actual society. I mean, like we are a pretty rich, fat nation. Like that's just true. Some well, of us, so yes, but even those of us who are like own the own our version of the poverty line would be not on that in a third world country. I think we would all identify as being middle class. We're coming from middle class backgrounds. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, sort of, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I feel like most people I grew up with in, in my middle class bubble uh, have never really been exposed to poverty. See, I, I grew up in, a, in an area where trailer parks were within walking distance and people came to school in the same clothes, you know, a couple times in a row. Not because it was, it's just the fucking South. Everybody just lives right beside each other. So people with a house and people with a trailer are within walking distance of each other. It's part yeah. of the way that shit is. And I, I didn't, it didn't feel, it didn't feel poor then, you know, it just felt normal. But I, I think, I think in comparison, that's probably, you know, that's probably poverty. Yeah. I mean, I, I, again, I don't know if, if, if you're returning, like, referring to like personal living it personally. But, yeah, not me um, personally. Yeah, definitely. Not. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it, one of those things that again I got to benefit from in terms of being able to travel a lot when I was younger. I have, you know, I spent time in Eastern Europe as a result of, of, of these travels. And uh, while I was in Moscow, again, I like 10, 11 years old or so. But one of my vivid memories I remember standing outside of a McDonald's in um in moscow and they had like a line outside the door because you know it's uh, kind of it wasn't too fa- too long after the the fall of the, uh, of, of communism and, and the berlin wall um so there were just like lines out out the door and i just remember like uh like this old woman kind of standing there in, in in front of us and i again i was like 10 11 years old and that like this this group of uh, or like this this kid just came and just like shoved her over and like took her shit and like ran off and and I just remember seeing that and then I, one of my personal experiences like they they have markets and all this stuff down there and like um, for me it's just like oh I'm absorbing this culture and blah 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 but you see like real poverty in, in those in those uh, in those settings I one of the things like I guess uh, gypsies in Russia would uh, be known for sort of like throwing a baby at you and when you catch the baby they would pick your pockets grab the baby and run off um i didn't know that when <laughs> the attempt was made towards me um so did this, you drop like, a baby no please I just tell me watched, that's where the story is I, and I, again i don't know if it was an actual baby or if because you know they could have just been yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. a cabbage patch doll or something or whatever the soviet equivalent of a cabbage patch doll is uh just like threw it in my general direction i watched it go past me <laughs> i hit the ground and then they ran and picked it up and ran away so like they didn't i mean i was a kid so i really didn't have any money that they would have been able to take out of my pocket i could but, so completely see like this Josh in front of me right now just go whoop I just <laughs> yeah. didn't well, I mean, catch a baby I, mean, I'm sure I, had, I had a few rubles in my pocket right because I was out the only reason I would go off the compound was either with my family or with some other um, you know a school event or something like that um, in this instance I was out with my friends going to a kiosk to buy like tapes cassette tapes of you know Nirvana, Nirvana and yeah. all that type of stuff so um, yeah so well, they would have gotten my tape money but yeah. yeah, I mean, I think part of that is like even, you know, you obviously have had some some exposure to it and I and I have, too. And I think one a lot of that exposure is as at a distance, right. like it's still we're removed from it. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I remember when I was teaching uh, a girl, I had to give detention to the whole class. That's a whole long story. <laughs> but um, one girl who was stuck in detention uh, Mr. Bus and couldn't get home. And so I, I had her call her parents and, and gave her a ride home and drove down this street. And it was, they were all abandoned houses and there was an extension cord running from like a couple blocks away. And like they were squatting wow. and you could tell that was a whole other level of poverty yeah. that's right around our corner. And I think there's, I don't know if it's a strategy or, you know, or just the structure of things, but we're removed enough that we don't have to feel like it's really relevant. And, and that's, 
I don't know, maybe why we, we disengage yeah. to some degree. And that goes to the empathy thing. I mean, these you protections. Look, you look at these people and you want, like, you say, how the hell, like, A, do they overcome this? But B, even on a basic level, how do they come in to a classroom and you expect them to retain yeah. information when they don't have any level of stability at home or certainty at home? They don't know, maybe not where yeah. their next meal is coming from. And it's it's heartbreaking. And that goes back to what you were talking about in terms of what we need and expect from our, our government. And it's not to elevate those people necessarily to... Uh, a mansion in Beverly Hills, it's to allow them to have a certain level of comfort to be able to go to school, retain information, and make a better life for themselves. Yeah. Wasn't there a thing we were talking about the other day that was um, like the luxury of, or I think it was the luxury of a quiet home mm-hmm. where, you yeah. can, where you can go home and like nobody's fucking yelling? Yeah. Like I sure as fuck didn't have that. But yeah. Like I provide that for my son and it's like I get to watch him just like not have anxiety. And it's like, wow. Yeah. I wish I didn't have anxiety when I was a fucking kid. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I mean, they, like, also, so Phoenix is still young enough that, like, maybe some of that stuff, you may, you may find that there are different things that are causing him anxiety and that you'll have to tackle in those situations. Because, like, we, Jen and I, definitely don't yell. Like, there's not yelling in our home. That's not just our dynamic at all. Mm. Um, but my oldest son will, he has real anxiety because it's, it's chemical and it's my fault. Oh, well, I'm not saying that, like, I'm not saying uh, no, no, there no. wouldn't be anxiety under, 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 under their circumstances, but that's yeah. like, if just to, just to have the option of peace and quiet right. is like, absolutely, like an, an amazing thing. Yeah. And I, I'm going to add some, some funny to this a little bit. Okay. So. <laughs> Thank fucking God. Yeah. You guys are getting too heavy on me. So Sorry, I dragged I, I saw down, the guys. perfect blend of absolute poverty, poverty, and libertarianism. <laughs> When I was po- in Afghanistan, po- povertyism. Povertyism. When I was in Afghanistan, <laughs> we were in a Blackhawk flying over. Uh, we were trying to get to some base, and we got rained in. So basically, just went on a, a fun Blackhawk ride for no reason because we got nowhere. Say Blackhawk again. Blackhawk. <laughs> and uh, we looked down, and I saw these fucking tents every now and again, and just like, what the fuck is that? And the guy was like, nomads. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nomad, literally yeah. nomadic people just fucking cruising the countryside. Like, no government, no... You said this is Afghanistan? Afghanistan, yeah. yeah. Middle of nowhere, just fucking... I mean, think about what they've been fucking through, you know? Oh, like, yeah. I'm not trying to say that it's not I a know, struggle. I know, Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, libertarianism, there it is. 100%. Oh, good point. Or, yeah. um, I, so I had a Venezuelan friend in um, uh, grad school, and he hit me to this, like, um, Brazilian... Uh, soap opera basically but it was in the favelas like the 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 ghettos in brazil and it's like these stories about like their interesting boy girl relationship stuff but like they're squatting they're getting they're like pulling a power line down and all their the buildings are like 10 pieces on top of like bar like crates stacked up but they're still like having this weird soap opera life like it was so strange to I mean it just kind of proves that you just fucking you just do it you, oh I mean there was you're a just thing. human and you human at the situation you just <laughs> it, do it look at little kids like little kids will make a toy out of fucking anything like you don't, yeah. you don't even need yeah, toys yeah. really their imagination is going to fill in the gaps mm-hmm. so yeah you can totally have Romeo and Juliet and fart in cardboard boxes <laughs> yeah. and it's like it's, it's absolutely good to go that and it's completely valid yeah the, the emotional part of it is exactly the same uh-huh. the only thing that's missing is castles and suicide and all that yeah. fun stuff and I think we might have people listening to this thinking like, oh, they're just advocating for big government and blah, blah, blah. And just... I mean, a little bit I am. Yeah, so, well, here's the thing with that. is like the term big government, small government. It's like, I'm for small government. Blah, blah, blah. It's, 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 uh, it's a fallacy. It's not, it's, you're not able... That's not a genuine conversation. What we should all be talking about is efficient government and effective government. Yeah. And, and government that is like helping as many people as possible and doing the most for as many people people as possible without putting a burden on on as many people as possible and we are by no means accomplishing that right now well and 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 to that note like how are we even living in a country where um john stewart had to stand up for the rights of the (laughs) 9-11 first responders (laughs) to not die of fucking cancer. Like what, how is it, how are we not all just in it? Like, yeah, like fucking, if they called me, I'd have been like, here's fucking $50. Cause I don't have money, but they deserve it more than I do. Like we all, all 330 million of us would have like fucking high five that, except for whoever the fuck doesn't vote for that. The people in charge. How is that not the only thing we're talking about? (laughs) Yeah. Apparently we're not, 
no one else is allowed to forget, but the people who are actually in charge are allowed to forget, right? That's that's. The I, and how is it? That, how like it's so shameful, and I don't understand who's on the side of, of the other side of that. Like, right. who feels like they have a good argument for the other side? I love in that too when McConnell's like, you know, literally like overseeing the worst deficit spending ever mm-hmm. <laughs> of any country in the existence of Earth, <laughs> and all of a sudden something comes up that's not not his idea, and it's like, oh. Oh, well, we're kind of tight on funds right now. Well, maybe don't pass $2 trillion tax cuts for your rich yeah. pieces of shit friends. And and you're going to see, like, if, if Biden somehow pulls this off, and let's hope he fucking does, uh, you're going to see a complete about face on all of this. The oh, they're not going to, yeah, yeah, they're, they're going to obstruct as hard right. as they can. I mean, we know that. Yeah. And, and the only chance that the next four years has uh, of moving in a, in a, direction that we apparently see as positive um they, they'll have to flip the senate that's the only yep. way it won't happen otherwise they have to flip the senate and they probably have to get rid of the filibuster and they probably have to address the court issue yeah uh, well they, they can probably change a lot without packing the court i bet well so well, let's because the, court, the, the court. court could un, could overturn a ruling but then they could pass a, a congressional you know yeah but then the court could overturn like could make it so that no, no bill, like every bill, is is overturned in a, in a conservative. Yeah, I mean that's that, I, I, that seems extreme to me a little. Bit. I mean everything is, seems extreme yeah. until they that's they fucking, fucking do it. Way. And and the thing is is like it's you know the the narrative has become oh Biden's going to pack the court Biden's going to pack the court, but the Republicans as I mentioned earlier have been packing the courts and we can I talked about this before we went on about Amy Coney Barrett like she's only in her position because Mitch McConnell refused to confirm. Uh, 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 what is it? Seventh Seventh Circuit uh, uh, judge uh, under the Obama administration. He, right. he uh, Obama nominated Myra Selby, uh, who in in 2016 for the seat that was held open by McConnell because he refused to allow a hearing, and then once Trump took over in 2017, he uh, appointed Barrett to to that seat. And that's not an isolated incident. There yeah. are literally hundreds of federal uh, appointments that were held up by McConnell and, and yeah. Republicans. And I, I love since. how Trump decided that was like something, something that he could say that, uh, that Obama didn't do right. like, cause he was like somehow lazy or just right. like, didn't feel Wonder like where he got judges. that trope from like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't <laughs> even know where that was going. Yeah. That. Fuck that man. No, God I mean, damn. that's where, I mean, that's what it is. And, and like we said, it's not an accident. This is, this is designed and that is court packing. What the Demo- again, and we also talked about the five Supreme Court justices out of uh, the nine, well, currently eight, but uh, what will be nine uh, that were appointed by a president that did not win the popular vote. So that yeah. is not the will of the people. And you know, we can get into the Merrick Garland hypocrisy, but I feel like that's just a rabbit hole into craziness. I think just just the word hypocrisy is all yeah. you got. Like, <laughs> and whatever they say, they're not going to do. But. So I mean the thing the thing with with the, the court packing is or quote unquote court packing is that it's it's addressing a problem that's been going on and I think today Biden had said something about appointing a commission to review that that situation and and see how that can be addressed in a more equitable equitable way because you can't have a biased court system. And I think I think the things that could happen that would be the most beneficial in the next four years if Biden does get elected and they do flip the Senate. Um, would be changing the electoral college rules, uh, reviewing the you know the the Supreme Court situation, and and putting uh, some of these things, and also actually getting rid of the filibuster just so that it, like because we're it's clear right now if we stick with a two party system, we are going to be diametrically opposed mm-hmm. because it's kind of everybody versus staunch conservatism, <laughs> and right now it's everybody versus Trumpism. Right, right. now that's going to change. He's going to go away. It's going to move in one direction or another. We don't know what that's going to be if he doesn't get reelected, but but I do think that until that there's more than two valid parties. It's that's got to happen, right? Like those things need to happen so that we can make things actually move. So we can try. Well, just like fuck, like our government, our government's not trying anything. Well, we are right now because they've been, you know, getting rid of the, you know, tons of environmental regulations and getting rid of regulation for business. That's like destroying yeah. everything, you know. But like, I do feel like that 
those are the things that could probably be the most valuable in the long run in the next four years. Because we're not going to, I mean, maybe we could get, move back towards a progressive tax. Maybe we could undo some of those things. Yeah, that I could, mean, those that are things happen. that have to, like, he has to over, like, repeal the, 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 um, the tax bill. That yeah. gave, Fucking healthcare. Yeah, to, yeah. Healthcare needs to be addressed. Um, and I mean, whether it's shoring up uh, the ACA and adding a public option or I don't, I don't think Biden seems all that interested in scrapping that and starting from scratch, but he might be forced to if the, if, if the Supreme Court, if the Supreme Court overturns Court the ACA. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens with that if, if that actually happens? So will all 20 them- million people get kicked off of their health care like immediately? It just it's just undone. Can they is that is that backlog charges too? Like how's that uh, work? I don't know. It's not good though, and yeah. probably yeah. Can not you imagine the best if it's like retroactive and it like charges pandemic. everyone for the healthcare they got for free? Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't think that would be the yeah. case. But I think you're you're going to see people who are immediately kicked off. There are going to be additional people who aren't able to because there's no provision for uh, pre-existing conditions won't be able to get healthcare um, afterwards, and or they'll pay exorbitant amounts that they can't afford and will drive them into poverty. Um, and again, like. You know, we talked about the role of government. The if we're talking about a global pandemic, we are all only as healthy as our sickest citizen. Yeah. And if, or not even citizen, sickest resident, like person in the country, and if we can't provide some basic level of healthcare to those people, then we're all susceptible to, you know, that that illness. So, uh, you would think that this moment would be an easy time for us to agree. Oh man, we should fix the healthcare thing. Cause here's a real great right. example of when we all, all could have benefited from yep. that. And instead we're fighting about whether or not you should wear a mask. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it could, it could have been, if we had literally, if we had any other president, we could have, yeah. this could have been a moment where we all George came W could have done that. right. George W. I mean, so I have my qualms with George W. He was, he had his moment in, in terms of after, cause he wasn't particularly popular in, up until nine 11. And then afterwards, there was a ninety percent. Yeah, program. it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we all kind of rallied around him and be like, "All right, man, you're in charge. We're, what are we doing now?" And then he fucking took us into Iraq and squandered all that goodwill. Right. Um, and it's similar in this situation where we all kind of look to the presidency for some guidance and a baseline of what to do. And no, the no, president no, 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 said, no, no. This time- "Take that syringe <laughs> and inject some bleach in your arm, and you'll be fine." This time it came up, and it was like, "Oh." Fuck, we are fucked, yep. and everything that you could have ever imagined was going to happen. It just happened yeah, exactly. Yeah, as- it really did. And yep. then, it, and just like you know, when Darren was on, he said that because <clears throat> of that, in that moment, then we also see social unrest due to, to, to racial tensions just explode. Yeah. Because yeah. we have nothing to rally around. We're watching people die from a disease that's not being confronted by the government, right. and then people are like, "Well, we're also getting fucking killed too." So that, like, it just it, it, it's this massive domino effect right. of like no I, I don't know what conservatives think is going on but it's not like everybody just like called each other on the phones like let's be assholes like <laughs> Trump has made people react this way because yeah. he is provocative no, they exactly love him for doing. being a dick everybody that yep. doesn't love him fucking hates him right. and that creates a horrible environment it's the worst possible outcome of Colt's personality, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, there's nothing. I mean, other than if he was just like, "Hey, let's just murder people," and they were like, uh, "Oh, okay, all right." All right. We'll do I it. mean, we're not far I, off, right? That. Right. I mean, that's I, what I'm saying. Like, we're once. It feels like one yeah. step away from that. You know what's I, insane too is we're still at fucking war. When's the last time you heard about Afghanistan? <laughs> like, well, he uh, Trump said like last week that he wants to pull out all his all the troops by uh, Christmas or something like that. Well, that's what he said at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, like yeah. I don't know who's buying this bullshit still, but that's yeah. <laughs> I just fucking yeah. It's or like, dude, it's 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 such a con- it's such a condensed fucking period of time. Like, it's just fuck. It's insane. This is insanity. All like, right, every day. Let's do predictions. Oh, right. All right. So Let's do predictions so that we can laugh at how wrong we were. <laughs> so just, just so everybody knows, we're recording this on the night of the last debate. Ever. Ever. In the history of the United States. Odds, yeah, odds are fucking pretty decent. You know, 50-50. This is the last one ever. And uh, this is the, the mute night. So, all right. We, gotta, we all got something we want to yell about this. So let's do this in order. Okay. <laughs> we're going to start with Christian. All right. So. Oh, you did it. It wasn't me this time. 
I was just going in order of are my... We, are we 37 minutes in? Like, I, know, I know we're not, there, but clock, still. Clock, clock Actually, you know what's funny is I looked at Christian at 30 minutes, and I was like, should I? <laughs> my, All right, prediction. My prediction. Um... Just of the debate, right? That's oh, of the debate. Are we doing the debate? Let's or do the, the debate. Let's do one round of the debate, and then okay. we'll do one round of the election. Oh, because the the next one we record is going to be on election night that it comes oh, out. Oh, should we save that one? We should. Well, let's just do the debates for right now. Okay. Okay. That way we can. That seems fair. Peacefully listen back one last time <laughs> before the <laughs> before the, the second fucking, Civil War. Yeah. Uh, Electric boogaloo. <laughs> oh Christ! I don't know if the mute's going to contain him. No. I mean, it's either going to be a shit show one way or the other. Like he. I can see him walking off stage or were there any other caveat there? Are there, is there like shields at all? Any plexiglass? Do we know? Like we got to know the full details for predictions to really be a thing. Right. I think, I think the main thing is it, the mute's not there the whole time, right? No, it's, yeah. it's just it's, for opening. It's, opening it's there statements. during the opening statements. And then if he talks over or if Biden talks over Trump, but if, if one of them talks over one another during the response, that time is cut from their time to, uh, okay. Respond. Right. Uh, I thought it was the if they ask a question, the initial question. They have two minutes the, to respond. Yeah, they get two and two quiet minutes. Yeah. So yeah, every time, they get every the, time they get the luxury of a quiet home. Yeah, to respond. Oh. <laughs> Each gets two minutes to address the question, and then it's uh, open debate. I think. Yeah. All well. right. So. Now we've established that, Christian. You may try again. Yeah, I mean it. I don't know if this mute. I, yeah, I don't think this mute necessarily help will help things. Okay. Um, all right, so let's 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 make this more fun. Give me something specific you think is going to happen tonight. Oh God, I didn't even watch the last two. <laughs> Here's the last one. Lucky. Hey Josh, try to say something. Josh, try to say something. What am I <laughs> That's, what That's the last, it. That's that, the whole thing. That was the last debate. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he's going to try that. Maybe he won't be heard on the mic, but you know, there's definitely going to be some attempts at interrupting. Just, I mean. So your prediction is a mild disruption off mic. Which is going to be hilarious to watch if that actually... Yeah. Yeah? Okay, so Josh, you... you a temper tantrum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, he's incapable of not having a temper tantrum. Um, I think he's going to continually try to attack, and when I say he, I mean Trump, is going to continually try to attack the moderator. Um, I think he's going to probably try to talk a lot about Obviously, media bias, but I think he's going to talk about uh, Hunter Biden a lot. I think he's going to talk about, um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he tries to drop, like, the, tries to call uh, Joe like a pedophile or something along those lines in this, in this debate. Um, I think he's going to, I think you're going to see him fully off the rails because I think he's in complete desperation mode. Uh, you know, again, we talked about all the, all the indicators are that he's not only losing, but losing like handily in in you know don't national. don't say that shit Give me. I'm, I'm saying that all like, again we've talked about the caveats and all that and, and that 2016 happened it was a thing but i think he's feeling a lot more pressure now than he ever did and he doesn't have a uh i mean he's gonna try they're gonna try over the next couple uh days and and the next week to try and have that comey moment um he's gonna try and pressure uh, them, but I think I think he's going to again call for Biden to be in jail and and things like that, and I think Biden is. I, I mean, hopefully he maintains his cool. Uh, I think at some point he'll probably tell him to shut up again. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't predict like a super strong performance from Biden tonight necessarily. But again, uh, I don't think he needs to do all that much right now. I think he just needs to maintain his composure and. I think the counter to all this stuff that we've been seeing about Hunter and all that stuff is that, you know, they're releasing things like a text message that he sent to his son saying, I love you as like damning in some way, shape or form. It's like, how dare you exhibit love for your children? This is not something, this is not presidential. Uh, So I don't know. I I think it's going to be a completely unhinged shit fest this evening. All right. right. But like one, give me one thing. Cause I got Christian gets disruption because he was first. Okay. Pick, Pick your, pick your word. Uh, or something you think is going to happen tonight. I, I mean, I think he's going to tell Biden that he should be in jail. And All right. I think, you know, hopefully Biden says for what? And then he's going to shit his pants because he doesn't have any Do actual charges to, to levy. All right, Matt. Okay, I think if, so trying to put myself in, in his headspace, I think the thing that he could do 
that would be the least productive for the debate, but make his the the most of his um, supporters like come in their pants is walk off the stage. I think that's what it'll do. Mm-hmm. I think it'll come to some point where he has a thing he wants to say and he's saying it and his mic's turned off and he's irritated. They'll cut his mic back on and he'll be like, clearly the mainstream media mm-hmm. is not prepared to hear my honest whatever bullshit he says. He takes off his fucking... I don't know, thing he has. He won't have anything. Who cares? He'll, like, just put something dramatic down and walk off. That's my prediction. He will fucking, can, he'll take his ball and he'll go home. That's totally see that happen. Fucking, that's the, that's, And yeah. his acolytes will fucking lose it! <laughs> they will die! <laughs> They'll be so happy. You clipped that microphone. I got to feel way better. I, 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 <laughs> I yelled at the ceiling! <laughs> All right. I, I got to fuck it. Fuck. <laughs> I spent that whole time trying to think of something that wasn't said, and walk-off's probably the best one. But for the sake of what-ifs... Uh, you call for violence again? Murder. He's going to murder him. You think he's going to blatantly endorse white supremacy this week? <laughs> <laughs> Just walk out Just, with the fucking yeah, Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. All Just like a fucking Nazi armband. Yeah, like Hitler with bad knees. Fucking <laughs> set up oh like a miniature... God. You know those like little little like stands that have the two flags. He's gonna set up one with like a Nazi flag and a Confederate flag like on the front of his podium. Oh, like cupcakes, <laughs> <laughs> little swastika cupcake. Uh, oh god! I mean, a boy can dream, but <laughs> um, he'd gain voters. God, I don't even know what to say. What would I? Oh. Walk off is fucking great because that's what's gonna happen. Um, I guess I guess I gotta go to the extreme. What if he has a heart attack and he dies on the stage? Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> <laughs> I, or maybe we find out he's still just propped up on COVID drugs and that shit just like, he just crazies. Yeah. What if he just walks over and like coughs in Biden's face <laughs> or just starts saying random crazy See, shit. The, 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 I wish we knew the exact like stage setup because if there's like drum shields and shit and you can't hear him at all, like if, he, if there's no bleed from the mics, then he'll just be a crazy person back there. He's your crazy, crazy uncle. Yeah. He will be your crazy uncle. Like that person at the town hall said, they really should have those like Nickelodeon slime tubes. Oh God. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but Biden should get if he, if he says here's the deal he should get slimed if he said here's the deal, <laughs> deal. alright this, this is a weird throwback remember when um, when Matt Damon was talking about McCain Matt and Damon Matt, Matt Damon, Damon. <laughs> and uh, who was that fucking Sarah Palin and he was like if you look at the actuary tables the, the odds of her becoming the president are like 65% so like there's two senior citizens on the stage under a lot of pressure in a very stressful environment so I'm gonna say one of them has a heart attack <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Oh my because God. Matt left me, Matt stole the good one. So. I guess, but if that happens, I'm gonna go the long. I'm gonna go the hundred to one, hundred one, hundred and one. Fucking hail mary! Oh, that's hail amazing. Mary. All right, Matt's gonna go to a game. Yeah, I think he's, he's, he's gonna be calm, composed, <laughs> polite. Ooh, it's gonna be presidential. No. Dude, this is the night he becomes president. Wouldn't that be amazing? What, what if he snorted Xanax instead of fucking Adderall? I'd be <laughs> what would we do though if he came out and like? Didn't go off script and was like super. Reminds us of Obama. <laughs> Reminds us of what, Obama. What, I would. I would endorse his Medicare for all. Yeah. I would assume I was hallucinating and then I had the the Rona. That's what I. Would I would be yeah. very worried. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the he, death he is knows near. something that yeah. we don't. Yeah, he's like walking out and immediately hitting the red nuclear button. Like after he finishes that. <laughs> yeah, football. he walks on stage with the nuclear with football. The football. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna need the two keys. Uh, no, go ahead. Ask your question, Myra. <laughs> Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah. Just slowly just, shakes just r- it. R- rattle it. All right, we'll call this one. Uh, Christian, you know your job. Good night, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>